Welcome, everyone, to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan Podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. All right, guys, very special guest here. I'm here with a mini roundtable, safe to say, mini roundtable here. With two awesome direct hires in Japan, let me introduce them to you. First, I have Higgins in Japan. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Sure, this is your third time on the show, I think. So you're a yeah the, the most the most. Well, what's the right word I'm looking for? There's a word for that, right? The 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 three p the three p the long the most three p the, the one that won't go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one that won't go away. Higgins in Japan is in the house. Also, I have Orin. This is your second time on the show, so you're no slouch to come back again. How you doing, Orin? Good. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good here. So today, obviously, um, some big news in the direct hire world came out not too long ago now, and uh, from General Unit, of course. And last week, I had an episode about it, and that caused a little bit of a, you know, obviously, people were interested in that because it is an interesting topic, and it can be a worrying topic, too. So I wanted to just go straight to the horse's mouth, two horse's mouth, actually, of two direct hires and see what they're thinking about. What's going on with them? What, what do they think? What's what, what news do they have, if any? All that kind of stuff. But before we get to that, because I know some people... There are a few people out there that listen to this podcast that don't listen to every single show. There are a few, but there are some. Me. So they might not remember exactly your stories, right? So I was here. Give me the give me the one minute pitch here, or I'll start with you first. How did you get your direct hire position? Because still, people want to know that. So how did you make that happen in Japan? Uh, I found the job application online and applied for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's ex- exactly what I did. I searched the. I found it the year before, so I was keeping an eye out for it. When that when my time was going to come up when I needed to get a direct hire because of staying, mm-hmm. so um, when it was available, I applied and did all the interview stuff. Nice. Okay. So just to be sure, just to be clear, were you a what, what were you doing before this? Were you doing Jet or ALT? I, I was yeah. finishing my fifth year on Jet. Okay. Yeah. So pre- previous Jet made the jump directly, right? There was no even a gap year for you. No, I did directly. Yeah, wow. yeah, no, no gap year, and also changing prefectures. So this is okay. something completely different. So you had to move, but you made it happen. Now you got mm-hmm. a higher position. Cool. Uh, that, that's a good. Uh, I think I would probably say that's the rarest case of the just hiring and then hey, you got it. But that's it. Obviously happens. So there you go. Uh, what, what about you, my man Higgins in Japan? Uh, so I worked for a dispatch company for five years, um, and then got fed up, and after about three months. <laughs> yeah. and, and but but I but I stuck it out for five years and uh, uh, was had always been looking for for other jobs and other opportunities and um, came across some job postings uh, applied for one to direct hire uh, position um, and was totally out of my league in the the interview process uh, it was um, about ninety nine percent in Japanese and very strict Japanese interview style that I was not expecting. Um, and then <laughs> a few months later, um, came across another posting in an, uh, for another town that was, you know, doing direct hire stuff. And this was about a month before my contract, uh, expired and, uh, applied and went in one day after work and sat down in a room and, um, talked to my well, now future boss and, you know, did a really quick interview. He, um, 
wanted to know some of my skills. I drew a picture of SpongeBob. He's going to have. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I've been working as a direct hire for almost three years now. So, wow, that's that sounds like an easy interview compared to mine. <laughs> it was it was surprisingly like I went into it very like confident in my own skills and my own abilities, but not like cocky, like, oh, I got this job. This is nothing. But it, it was a huge departure from the very strict Japanese interview that I had just been through. Um, so I think I was more relaxed and more confident. Just, um, you know, I, I whipped out my no- notebook and drew a picture of SpongeBob. So, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's cool. That's cool. And it's yeah. also you. Yeah. Having the first one there and failing is kind of OK. Well, that's out of the way. Now it I was can, a, see it happens, was a yeah. huge learning process or, or learning experience like. I look back now and just kind of laugh at it. But, you know, at the time it was, you know, really stressful and I didn't see beyond that. But, you know, looking back now, it was um, I don't know. I think it was necessary just to kind of get me in the right place to 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 take on more stuff. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, so and I guess a little bit more info. Uh, so, Orin, you drove from Jet Program. And yes. I want to know some people have the questions of. Uh, you know, it's kind of widely thought that hey, just di- dis- direct hire is definitely better than dispatch. Everyone, everyone can agree there probably in a lot of ways. Uh, how about the jump from jet to dispatch? Is it anything? Is it improvement of of, of compensation and, and pay? Uh, you know, that kind of stuff, or is it the same? Or did you go down a little bit? How was that kind of switch for you? The pay. I was on the old. I was the last year when I came to jet to, to have the 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 standard pay. The year after I came, they 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 started. They changed every. They they lowered it, but every year they increased it for the first first three years, I think. And then fourth and the third, fourth and fifth were the same pay. Um, so for me, the pay the first year was decreased. But if you're a current jet and now switching to a direct hire for Nagano Prefecture. It's the same pay scale. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but for my job, it's basically the same because I was doing senior high school and I'm doing senior high school now. So, okay, so pretty easy uh, transition there. How about how yeah. about you? How about you, Higgins of Japan? Uh, I'm always going to call it, Japan, by the way. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was, was your kind of switch, switch like? Yeah, it was a huge increase for me um, because I went from having a dispatch company that didn't pay for, you know, didn't help out pay for insurance or pension. Um, I was getting a cost of living raise because I was leasing a car through them, which then that cost of living raise just went back to them in payment for the car. Um, so, um, yeah, plus the fact that I would say like four times a month or four times a year, um, uh, they, my salary was prorated. And so, um, I, I would not get my full, you know, salary that, you know, that I would get on a normal month, um, you know, such as like, you know, summer when you're not at school, you don't get paid basically. Um, so I would get around 75% of my normal pay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so it was a huge, huge bump for me. Um, just going, um, (laughs) I even asked my manager or well, you know, in the interview process, I said, you know, do you guys prorate salaries? And he looked at me like I was speaking a foreign language like he had no idea he was like what no why would we do that he's like you get paid the same amount each month 
Period. Yeah, like, you may you may think that's like you know oh a lot of, I know a lot of people think the BOE knows my when you're a dispatch company ALT you think like everyone knows your conditions and everything yeah and how you can pay they don't know anything right so sometimes yeah. you say stuff like what that's what you get paid prorated you know I've, I've had that reaction too when I was ALT you know it's like yeah. wow they do that you know it's like yeah and I and I had to ask because I didn't know for certain like I <laughs> you know you hear all kinds of stuff on the internet of this BOE doing this and that. And so I just wanted, you know, interview process, just make sure, you know, and you know, that's, that was one of the questions I asked. Um, they, you know, the board of education also pays for half of my insurance and half of my pension, uh, each month. So, um, that's, that's a huge, huge plus, you know, that was, you know, coming just the whole cost was coming out of my paycheck beforehand. Um, and yeah, like I said, no prorated salary. So, you know, um, coming up here in August, you know, I have, I work one day in August. Um, but my salary is still the same as if it was, you know, June where I worked every day of the month. So <laughs> it's, it's nice to not have to worry about like, also when I worked for the dispatch company, they, they paid you based on your previous month's work. So September was fine. But when October came, it was like, okay, how do I pay rent and buy food this month? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, luckily I was able to supplement that with teaching business classes for them. So I did, uh, was able to kind of offset that, but you know, that's just more work that, that I had to do. So when you left your dispatch company, was it, oh yeah, I don't want, I, I guess I shouldn't give away which one it was, uh, <laughs> but was it, was it before a company may have made the change to make the monthly pay less, but the prorated stuff go away? Did that right. happen yet or no? Yeah, it was before that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes Actually, sense. when I first started, uh, the 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 prorated salary for for summertime was about seventy five percent, and then a year later they changed it. But because I was under the old, I had started you know a year previous, uh, they they allowed me to stay under that instead of dropping to I believe it was sixty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got two extra like quote unquote work days um, where. They said that they you were supposed to be basically on call if they ever needed you. In the five years that I worked there, I was never called on any of those days. They always mm-hmm. said, you know, oh, if we need you to substitute for another ALT, well, nobody substitutes for ALTs unless they're gone for like weeks at a time. Um, <laughs> yeah. If it's one day, they're just going to cancel the class and move on. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal. I still yeah. remember though. I was called once. And really? I worked, I worked the same company as you. I was called. I still remember. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> like, you know, I didn't think it was possible. I was like, are yeah. you serious? <laughs> wow. But yeah, it did happen. I still had to go to this one weird school that just happened to be not too far away from me. I was like, what am I doing here? They, like, I did. I basically just like really just come to the class and, you know, I can't do anything. They didn't have anything prepared for right. anything. You know, it's just like, uh, just stand here. I was like, okay. And that was fun, but it was like, uh, I really have to get out of bed right now. Are you crazy? But, wow. uh, okay. Let's, let's get past, uh, let's get to the future current events. So yeah. what I'm going to ask you, when you, you know, saw the news about what's going on, uh, what did you feel? What did you do? What was your kind of reaction when you saw that, hey, the direct hire system is definitely changing in the next uh, next year? I really wasn't, I'm not so concerned about it right now because it's not clear for prefectural direct hires which is which is i which i am mm. so it's it's talking all the wording is about like the local ex- towns and city direct hires mm-hmm. well you guess who is your i guess the question is then who is your employer right so right now employing you right now my employer is the nagano board of education the prefectural nagano board of education 
Yeah. So as far as my understanding is, that definitely means that's you too, right? Because you're being hired by the government in essence, right? The Board yeah. of Education stands for government. So this definitely would uh, apply for you then too. Um, I guess that means then you haven't heard anything from your Board of Education about it yet. I've, I've, I've messaged them and unofficially they don't really know anything about it. So that, that's just my the person that who I've talked to yeah, yeah. unofficially that's, that's, about it. So that's fair. They've, too, they've made that. no final con- decisions or anything has happened yet. It's all just kind of like speculation right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, you, and also when you call the BOE guys, you never know if you never know who you're talking to. Really, you know, like you may ask a question like, "Uh, I don't know that." Uh, so you know, I've done that before too. Like asking about something like I don't know that answer so is there something I could talk to or you know like uh I don't know and it just goes away but um how about you how about you Higgins in Japan what about you what would you what were you thinking what what did you do what what happened well so I had heard that these changes were coming last year Mm -hmm. um and actually so my town we do uh rehiring well they they kind of ask you in like you know October November if you're planning on staying for the next year and then everybody, whether they're staying or not, goes through kind of like a like a mini like interview process the following year. Um, so we basically just sit down and you know say, hey, like you know things are going great. They give us feedback. Um, you know, here's what the schools are saying about you. You know, maybe here's uh, something you need to work on, or hey, keep doing this or don't do this. Um, and then. At that point, they offer you a contract again for the following year. Um, and so in my recontracting interview, I asked, you know, I said, you know, what's going on with these new rules? Like, it's all confusing to me. Um, and at the time, um, this was last year, uh, the unofficial statement that I got was, um, you know, we're looking into things. We want to keep you guys here um, on a more permanent basis. And so... That was a year ago, and I don't know. Obviously, you know things change, and you know, you know opinions change, or or you know people people change, people change. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so, um, I don't know. I have an email out right now um, that I just kind of sent to my boss, just saying like, "Hey, there's a lot of stuff going around, you know." And I and I <laughs> yeah. and like this person saying this, and I'm hearing this from this source like whatever like i what are you what are you guys doing and i kind of feel like like as a an employee of the city like i kind of deserve i'm not like demanding oh give me answers i'm just you know just saying like hey like what's going on for next year because um i'd kind of like to know what's what's up Um, yeah yeah i get it's really important to say like it's not i guess the wrong it, it's not like the sky is falling at all by you know, no. any stretch of imagination. You know, it's just like just things are going to be different. And for you, it sounds like they kind of have to do an interview anyway, kind of every year. Yeah, that's and, what they're doing. You know, so it could be the same thing for you. You know, yeah, and that's the thing because like the things that I've been reading, I'm like, well, we kind of already do those things, and they kind. I mean, there are teachers in this town. Like it says in my contract that um, I'm limited to five years. Um, I can tell you that there are teachers in this town that are way above that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I feel like they're kind of already doing some of the things that were kind of outlined in the things that I've been reading of of going forward. Like, I feel like maybe it's not going to change all that much for us. At least I'm hoping. 
Um, I guess I should have made sure. You are both of you guys, or I guess you've, you've, are you on the year? Every year you get a new contract, but it's still like, hey, you're coming back next year. There's no yeah. question there. Did yeah, I, that's just for the most yeah, part. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, yeah, as yeah. long as you're, uh, they always tell us like, you know, if you don't hear anything from us, you're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. if we if we're on the phone to your school all the time, or we're talking to you personally, or you know, you know things things need to change or whatever. That's you know, maybe a, <laughs> maybe a red flag, but yeah, I, I, yeah, we're just on kind of a yearly uh, re-interview type thing, anyways. So yeah. By the way, that's the best way. You know, people know how can I tell if I'm doing a good job as an LT? The best way in the world to know that you're doing good is if you don't hear from your company. That's, yeah, that's when you know you're doing the best LT job you can. That's what, that's what you want to hear. Nothing. The, the first <laughs> observation I had uh, with my boss, he didn't say anything to me afterwards, and I <laughs> stopped him in the hall and said. Is, is everything okay? Like, did I, was I fine? And again, he, he looked at me the same way he looked at me when I asked him if my salary was prorated and he's like, yeah, you're fine. I'll let you know if you're not. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm really sorry. Cause I have like dispatch company PTSD from like everything that I did was like the worst thing ever. And I needed to improve even if it was great, you know, yeah, here's yeah. a list of things that need to be improved. So <laughs> I kind of still have that like hanging over me sometimes when it comes to accepting or dealing with things with the Board of Education. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, to, also, to, to we should lay out again, the point of this system, though, is to stop people because you know not just it does not just for LTs by the way anyways for people hired by the BUA they're doing these one year contract things they're kind of trying to get rid of this um, kind of system to kind of make them choose right so hey you want to make them be a real employee. Or you're gonna have to do you know rehire people and you know try different people to get new people in here, because because now there's so many people that aren't working for the BOEs, not just not ALTs, but they're like every year they get new people in here because they don't have to pay bonuses and crap like that. Like how about that? Do you guys get bonuses? Like, if you if you don't mind sharing. No. 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 Yeah. See, that's one of the things. Like, <laughs> if you guys were regular employees of the BOE, you would. You have to. It's a law. So this is one of the things they're trying to get rid of this system was you guys are basically regular employees. However, that you're not because they can keep hiring you back every year. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So like that's the thing they're trying to eliminate here, which is it sounds like they're trying to make it. It's good. It's a good thing. It should be right. But if they have to re, you know, reopen the, the job every year, that's not a good thing for, for you guys and other employees like that. So it's interesting to hear that. Now, of course, we do know that they do have the option to make you a full-time employee. However, it seems that that requires Japanese tests, you know, so that's kind of a we'll see kind of thing, you know. But I guess um, to kind of, you know, and not wrap it up, but kind of think about what, what your plans for the future would be. Um, I guess you just have to wait, right? I mean, what, what other action steps can you take? You've taken that you sent the email, you've, you've asked for what they know, you haven't got anything back, right? I mean, what else can you do, you know? Yeah, it's just kind of like a wait and see. And there's been a little bit of a discussion in the, the our town has like a, fi- a private Facebook group where we can, where all the teachers kind of, you know, ask semi-important questions. Um, but there has been, you know, talk in the group and it seems that people aren't too worried about it. So, you know, it's just kind of a wait and see type thing. Otherwise I'm going to have to start calling in some favors or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I guess, so Warren, what about you? Cause I know you or Higgins is still, he's, he's single, he's living large. He can, he can you know, he, he's, he's, he's mobile. You know, right. what I, mean? <laughs> I know, Warren. I know that you're less mobile, right? Because you have a family and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it has to be kind of a. You have to be thinking about that, right? Yeah, but I'm not, at the same time. I'm not really concerned because the Nagano Prefecture really likes having their direct hire ALTs. It's a 
important part of the ALT system here. Mm-hmm. So I'm really not so concerned about it just for the fact that they really appreciate the ALTs and what they do. So they're going to do whatever they can to, well, I believe, whatever they can to support us and make sure that we're actually not mistreated. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that I hope that's true for everybody because I yeah. know, I've been through that. I've been through not not the direct hire version, but I've been through the version of the dispatch company version where the next you're, you're getting ready for your next year, and then all of a sudden, well, we lost the contract. Now, good luck, you know. And that's a lot of people happens that happens to a lot of hundreds of people every year. I mean, if that, that's if, not good, you know, if something like that would to not, of course, not lose the contract, but whatever reason, the job is lost. I mean, I'll I'll hopefully we get enough time. Not enough notice on it because of the laws and whatnot, mm-hmm. and we will figure out what to do next. Yep, and that's really all that's, we can do. I mean, all we yeah, I mean, just play it by ear. Mm-hmm. Have you have you ever have you ever had that situation happen to you, Higgins, in Japan, where you know you lost a contract and it's like, hey, scramble mode? Well, I mean, after so I lived in I lived in one town for three years, and um, about a w- couple weeks before I was supposed to recontract and everything. Um, it, things seemed to be going fine. Everybody in the town was actually leaving, um, except for myself and one other teacher. And I was supposed to have a sit down with my manager, um, about, you know, cause they were going to move me to a different school, but it's still, still in the same town. And, um, for some reason, something changed and, um, they were just like, yeah, you can't stay in the prefecture anymore. And I was like, what? what? Like, why? And they were just like, well, you, you can't stay in the prefecture anymore. I was like, um, okay. Like, am I, like, I didn't know why. And I was like, am I a bad teacher? Is that what, is that what this is? You just trying to get rid of me. And like, they would just never gave me an answer. Um, eventually they did get the contracts for another town in the same prefecture. And I ended up moving, um, about an hour and a half away from where I originally started out. Um, and then, you know, stayed there for two years and then that's when I called it quits. But I mean, that's pretty much the only, they didn't lose the contracts. They just decided not to keep me in that town for no reason. Um, yeah, you you know, there's always some kind of shady re like you've been there for three years. So that's our limit for this area or, you know, something like that. There's like this prefecture has a three year limit for LTs or, you know, whatever. Right. That goes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I guess, so what, what's the future? Like, what are you guys thinking about the future of your kind of, of being an ALT, right? Is this something you want to do? Is this, you know, I know it's, especially direct tire job is something you could do long term. It's definitely not you know, the dispatch job, which you definitely cannot do long-term. Uh, so what are you guys thinking about that? Is this your, are you looking for the next step for you or is this kind of where you want to be for a while? I guess for you first, Oren. It's not, no, I'm not going to be doing it long-term. Once, once we're done with the five years, our plan is to go back right, right as of right now. So we will, so I mean, once we're done, we're, once my five years is done, we're done. Okay. I mean, done, done as in, Hey, Jap- go back done, home. home yeah. Country. Done in Japan. That's, a, that's, the, that's the idea. So, mm, leave I mean, the island then. Yeah, I mean, originally it was once the first year in jet. Once we finished our, once I finished my first year, we're going back to America, <laughs> and um, that never happened. So we're still here <laughs> after five, six, seven, seven years or something, eight years. <laughs> So that's how it happens. Somehow it's a, the magic of Japan. Like, it happened to everybody. Me too. Uh, so, Higgins, Japan, what are you? What are your future future ideals and have things happening? Well, I mean, I, you know, I switched my major junior year to be a teacher. Uh, and I've always 
wanted to live in Japan. And so those two things kind of lined up. Um, yeah, I kind of ask myself that question every year of like, how long can I be an ALT? And, and at this point, you know, the town that I live in, if things continue to, to be the same way, like I wouldn't mind staying here. I mean, like I said before, there's teachers here that have been here 20 years. So, um, you know, it's like, it's very easy. Like I could, I could stay here. I could live in this town. This house is great. Everything's pretty cool. Um, you know, if things change, there are a few other options for me, but I do still want to be a teacher and I still want to do teaching in Japan. So, um, yeah, so maybe that means I just move to, you know, an international school or try university stuff. I don't know. It's, you know, there's, there's options, but I still want to still want to be teaching in Japan. So I don't, I don't, I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. And unless things, you know, (laughs) drastically change or something. So, yeah, you're one of those people that I, you know, you can tell really likes it. If you watch him on his YouTube channel, I tell you, you're the perfect person for the LT job. Just, you know, it's just, you know, just like yeah, when you're in it, you're you're having fun. It's it's good. You know, that's what I think. The magic of being, I still, you know, I still miss those days of being LT and having fun in the classroom. And still, you know, you remember obviously when time goes on, you remember only the good parts more than the bad parts. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I do definitely miss some of the the, the 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 magic that can be found in the classroom. You know, but. Um, so yeah, I guess the kind of final final question for both of you, both of you gentlemen. Thanks for your time tonight. Uh, I guess well, we, a lot of people are still interested in coming to Japan, right? Tons, thousands every year. Thousands are still coming. Uh, what do you think about the, the the teaching profession as a whole right now? We're in 2019. It's way different than it was five years ago. When you, way different than when both of you guys first came here. Uh, what do you think if someone asks you, Orin? I'll go first. Hey, I want to work in Japan. What do you think about that? How what kind of advice would you give them? Is it a good thing to do? Is it what would your kind of plan be? What kind of plan would you give them to make sure they can do it? How long should they want to stay? That kind of stuff. Oh my. Um, I mean, I would just ask why they want to do it. Like, really, why do you want to? I mean, and to get there. I've met ALTs that have come here and they've crashed within the first week. Like, totally bombed. Like, not just the class. I mean, like, actual, per- their own personal life. They just bombed after coming here in Japan and everything just blew up in their life. Um, so, like, really, why, what's the reason why you want to come here? Can you, act, can you do it mentally, not just physically? Can you actually deal with the um, isolation? That is the big part of it. Until you actually get some sort of handle on the language or you meet people or whatever it is. Isolation is a very big thing here, I believe. Um, but I don't know. If they really wanted to do it, then there, it's just to... I don't, what can you do to prepare besides trying to study up on the language and just um, study up on your own language through English? <laughs> that's true good stuff good stuff how about so, you how about you Higgins in Japan <clears throat> well I would say you know kind of the same thing um, but also I think one of the things is I've seen a lot of different ALTs over the years that come here and you know their motivation and I was actually talking to another teacher in town um, that I've worked with previously uh, about this and she said that you know, some of the, some of the ALTs, I don't even think they like kids. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, I think they just like Japan. Um, which is fine. You know, I like the problem. 
and this is going to sound, I don't know, this, I'm not trying to like be like all high and mighty or like look at my degree or anything, but like, like I went to school to be a teacher. And so I came to Japan to be a teacher and I see other ALTs that just came here to just party. Yeah. Party and goof off for a year. And it's like, you do know that like you have a job and you're supposed to be teaching. And then like, after you leave after a year, somebody else has to like clean up your mess and actually teach your students. And not that those people that don't have teaching degrees can't be good teachers. You know, I've seen plenty of people without teaching degrees that, came over here and were great teachers for years. Um, but you know, like what's your motivation for coming to Japan? Is it to just live in Japan? Um, is, you know, because for the longest time it's always been, Oh, just be an English teacher. Cause that's the easiest way to get to Japan. Um, it's not a difficult job. It's not, you know, the, the, <laughs> the barrier to entrance is not very high and dispatch companies don't have, the highest of standards when it comes to hiring people. So you can get a job here very easily, but like what, like what's your motivation outside of, you know, just wanting to live in Japan? Um, Cause there are people here that actually, you know, want to be teachers and want to, you know, do something with the education system here in Japan. Not just like, I love Japan. Don't get me wrong. Well, actually, I've, <laughs> I've met where AOTs have just basically shut themselves into. Yeah. Where they don't even want to experience the culture. On the weekends, they just stay inside their apartment all day. It's like, why did you even come? Yeah. You, 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 you come home from work and you stay home all day, all weekend, and you go back to work. Why are you even here? You're not even going to enjoy what's being offered. Yeah. Because there's so much to do in Japan that's not... I mean, you can just be out and about in the culture, especially during the summertime. There's a festival going on all the time. Just go out and walk around. And, like, you don't, even if you don't feel like you're confident in your Japanese, you can still just walk around and just say be hi present. to people and be present. Yeah. There's, it's, that's yeah, a big part of it. When actual people see you just out. Yeah. That'll make a big impression on them. Oh, look, that, that foreigner's here. That's so, they actually want to experience the culture. Right. Want, so that's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously you guys are good, good teachers, right? You guys, you guys are the right <laughs> people that should be doing the job. I mean, that's why, you know, you guys have been here for a while, but also the, the problem is even multiplied when you get it, dispatch comes with low hiring standards, you know, that's not as high as jet by far. And then people that stay a year and stay in, like you said, Orrin, stay in their house. Oh, then it's time to recontract. Well, I didn't feel like I did anything. I didn't experience Japan at all. I'll sign up for another year. And then it just goes on and on. And you have a really bitter person living in Japan. Japan's not what I expected. I'm not having fun here. And now, then you get, then that's the people that are online most of the time bitching about Japan. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they didn't do anything about it to, to make it Japan. It's not Japan if you stay in your apartment. You know no. I mean? and, and also Jet, on the other hand, they, they really do care about why you want to be in Japan. It's something they, they try to, you know, weed out in their SOP. But they're getting... I think they're getting too many of the fresh-faced people right out of college that never worked anywhere, and then it's like this is actually a job. Oh no, I can't do this. I'm away from my parents. I'm tw- you know 22. I'm not ready yeah. for this thing, that's, and then that's a problem too, right? That's yeah. another thing that you have to be. And this is something that I've been thinking about trying to make a video on in the future of just you have to be okay with being thousands of miles away from like everything that's normal to you, all of your friends, all of your family members, like your local 
grocery store, like your local hangouts, like you have to be. It's a weird thing to say, but you kind of have to be okay with missing birthdays and anniversaries. And you have to be okay with being forgotten. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because everyone else forgets about you. Even with social media, they forget about you. And it's just that's just it. When you come back, they will act. And it's like when you come back to visit or anything, you see things have changed and they and you've changed. Yeah. But they don't expect you to be any different. Yeah. Because like I came to Japan almost uh, almost right out of college. So I still had a lot of friends from college and I go back and I still try to hang out with them as much as possible when I come back to visit the states and everything. But, you know, they they're married and they have kids now. And it's what are you saying about that? It's no, I'm just saying it's like <laughs> it's not bad. It's, yeah, it's not it's, bad. <laughs> it's a different like dynamic now for me to like oh, well you got to like schedule things around your family and like it's a like just things have changed so much over the years and you know, you got to kind of be okay with, you know, things aren't the same as they were when you were in college or in high school or whatever, you know. But that's just that's just part of me being old and having that's, to grow up. But, but that's <laughs> not even that's not even Japan. That's just yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just that's like this general. lifestyle of living in a foreign country. Yeah. So if we if we were, if you we were in Europe for the past eight years, the same things would still have happened. Right. Yeah. So, I think it really comes back. Yeah, you, you guys said it best. With you, really got to think about why you want to be here. And like, really ask yourself, is this what you want to do? Because I mean, if you if you do it the right reasons, you'll love it, right? I mean, how many people are having a great time in Japan? You guys for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, myself as well. I came because I did a study abroad. I was interested in Japanese culture. I came to the study abroad, and I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to come back and experience it more than just the actual a short four month stay. And so, I mean, I found Jet Program and worked my way on that. I mean, I wanted to. My my reason for coming was just to live and experience the culture. And that was just as simple as that. Yeah. I had never been out of the country before. I had never been on a commercial airplane before coming to Japan. Like (laughs) I had just graduated high school and had no plans to go to college. I had no real idea what I wanted to do with my future. Um, I came to Japan for two weeks and was like, I want to live here. I don't know what that means because I'm 18 and I've just been in Japan for two weeks, but I want to live here. Um, and then it wasn't until, you know, eight, eight years later, I came back for the summer and was teaching and was helping out at a school and was like, wait a second. Like, I can be a teacher and be in Japan. Like, those two things work together. I'd never thought of that. And I was in college at the time. And, you know, junior year, came back to college, switched my major to TESOL and you know, then graduated and about a year later, eventually, you know, got a job in Japan. But there you go. I guess I should share mine too. My, my story is actually <laughs> the one that I wasn't, didn't have any kind of special love for Japan before I came. I, I was like, I was like you, I'd never been anywhere though. And I was like, you know what? I went to college and I lived with, at my house, my parents' house the whole time through college. Right. So, hey, I didn't get the full experience here. So I was kind of those douchebags. I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Japan, have fun for a year, and come back. <laughs> I, was, I was the total douchebag. But I got here, and all of a sudden, I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. <laughs> and, I did, and obviously, I'm still here because I found a lot of new cool things. But um, that shows you, I guess, you could, there's a lot of reasons that you come to Japan. There's a lot of reasons bad, not yeah. to come, too. Yeah, that's true, too. So. There's always some bad points. I'm sweating, I'm sweating here 
in my <laughs> office, which should have air conditioning, but no, it doesn't because Japan. But uh, gentlemen, we've talked a lot. Of, we, I like we finished the episode on kind of a deep note here. I liked it. Kind of was really uh, – I'm thinking here. I'm deep thinking here about stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I will send all everyone to all your links. You can find Higgins in Japan at Higgins82 on Twitter. His YouTube is A-Rock, but don't spell A-Rock with an O. It's A Rock with an A W, right? That's A-Rock. right. That's right. And, and uh, yeah, he also awesome drive videos. I love that stuff uh, when you do the drive videos, just talking. I always think about it, I want to do that too, but then like just I just don't make it happen. But I think it'd be cool to have a camera in my car and just talk, but it never happens. So yeah, I gotta worry. I gotta Almost remember to niche, charge. You know. Yeah, I gotta remember to charge my camera for tomorrow. So thank thank you thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely cool. Definitely cool. And uh, Oren, you are, you can find Oren on Twitter as well at at Oren backwards. So it's N I R R O zero four. And on Instagram, the same thing. And he does awesome pictures of kind of Japan landscapes, Japan, uh, just Japan pictures. They're really cool. Yes. So be sure to follow him there. Amazing pictures. Yes. Thanks. You have skill. You're not the person <laughs> pointing the iPhone like me and just doing <laughs> some <laughs> funny shit. <laughs> but all right, guys, I'll let you go. Thanks for your time. I'm sure I'll talk to you again down the line. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you check out altinsider.com and for regular up-to-the-minute job postings check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of japan and good luck gambate Don't